Thank you for tuning in to this message from Kingdom Ears International, headquarters located in Flagstaff, Arizona. While you are updating your Facebook status, let me do a little bit of review. So last month was the month of Tibet, which was a month to purify the blood so our brain and heart could function properly. You're going to catch it in the spirit, right? Yes, definitely in my mind, but also in the spirit. Uh, It was a month to be aware of making wrong alignments and to have our eyesight aligned correctly. Then this month that we're in right now, Shavat, is the month uh, that we recognize that the things we're tasting and meditating on can produce something. What have we been learning about for the past few weeks? These bundles in our brain, right? that are producing a lifestyle or producing a thought process or producing a way that we walk, a way that we act, a way that we react to things. That the bundles in our brain are actually like trees. Jacob and Gabi have referred to it several times that it's the month of trees. So fruit is coming from the thoughts that we have. Now the fruit can either be good or bad. And so this month we've taken the opportunity as a family to be able to recognize what those tangles are in our mind and deal with them so that we can get rid of everything that's producing fruit from Hasatan's family to produce fruit only from Yahweh's family. Have you been practicing this at home? Yeah? Have you been wrestling with those thoughts? taking it to the extreme, all the way, pushing it to the gate so you can break through into that level of freedom where you have wrestled all the way through that thought process and decided to re- realign your mind with him, with heaven, with Yahweh. So this month that we're in right now is the month that we put together the plan or develop a plan that will sustain future generations. Tonight we have we have the honor of having Amber and Jason, which I just find so incredible that Yahweh placed a family, the family who's going to be releasing tonight to help us come up with the plan to sustain the generations. They're the, our youth leaders. They're leading the next generation on a week. I shouldn't even say weekly, daily basis. I know my kids, it's on a daily basis helping us come up with the plan to to work things out for the future generations, uh, for the fruit that's going to be coming from their lives. And so in this past month, we have had to take that hard look at what's being produced, what we're we're partnering with, what we've been walking out, and, and take this time to be able to put an end to it. Well, guess what next month is? Guess what's coming next month? I thought somebody was going to be like, I know. (laughs) Next month is the month we get to celebrate being freed from our prisons. It's the month to celebrate exile. It's the month that we get to, we're out. Like you take everything that you've been in, you are out, you're done. You're out of it. So I want to release something that I got uh, got to share with... um, with the presbytery earlier, we were just getting together and preparing this sanctuary for the time that we're going to dive in as a family. And I just want to share with you uh, what Yahweh had laid on my heart was to release hope. So hope 
we always hear it, there's a hope for your future, and it's like, I can quote that, and yet I literally have no idea what that means, and I feel completely hopeless in the state that I'm in, and it doesn't feel like there's an answer, and it feels like I'm always going to be in this, but he says he's releasing hope right now, so get excited because you are wrestling through, you are detangling things, you are laying things down because you are concerned about the next generation. One thing I find very exciting that he revealed to me this month is my, I wanna start with my kids, but they've already seen me in this, but my grandkids are not, they're gonna be like, what is hopelessness? What, what are you talking, what is that? And I'm gonna have to explain, well, what I used to be, and they're, it's gonna be foreign. It's gonna be something they've absolutely never heard of. Like, what are you, hopeless? What are you talking about? What's hopelessness? Because today I'm partnering, I'm changing, I'm tearing down those trees that have been bearing some fruit in my life, dealing with the bundles in my mind and being released from that. So next month I can celebrate and walk in more and more victory of what's to come, more and more of what's to come for the next generation so that my kids now that I've already given birth to and those children to come will be able to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what lack of confidence is. What, what is that? Can you explain, like, can you explain the things of old that you dealt with? Cause it's so interesting to me. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like a different language. That's what you're doing tonight. That's what we get to partner with tonight. So hope, let me just speak this over you. And I want you to just position yourself to hear and to catch this in the spirit. And if you've already heard it, you're getting a second dose, so you are welcome. All right. Hope. I do not know how to pronounce it in the, he, the Hebraic word for it is, I think, yakal. It's for um, what it stands for, what it speaks of. The word hope is the spark of Ruach Yahweh, where he, his outstretched hand, and power says that he will. He will. It's a new beginning because you're yoked to him. We just heard last week, we get to be yoked to the one who already knows. He's already prepared for what's to come. He already sees the big stone that I'm gonna trip over, but I'm yoked to him because he's been there, done that, and he's ready to take me through it. And it's gonna, it's gonna be okay. So yoked to him, that is not the Hebrew version, but let me add in here that little bit. Yoked to him where I can set a boundary that I say what's in is in and what's out is out. There's no longer this back and forth, but what's in is in and what's out is out. It's an invitation to pursue a new path. It's a time where true knowledge spurs me to action, to act out of that new place where I've partnered with the spirit of knowledge and understanding. It rallies the truth, rallies the truth that the Father wants us to walk in. It rallies what Yahweh says about my life. It speaks to the heart that has stood the test of time. There's been some stuff going on recently, some wrestling, that detangling. You have stood the test of time. Your heart has stood strong. And it's time to follow the voice of the teacher, the one that you're yoked to, the one who sees from the new perspective. 
that encompasses the word hope. So there is a hope to hold on to what is to come. As Amber and Jason come up here, I just want to honor them for being so willing to like stand in their authority and say, okay, tonight we're going to take a position and we're going to lead this family to walk out what is next, to walk out an intercession night, to do something that probably, I, I mean, I have no idea what's coming, but I would assume it's going to be something that none of us have ever tapped into. None of us have ever seen or heard because they are willing to go through a press. They're willing to walk through a process and they're willing to be bold about their clinging to a mother and father who are going to launch them further. And so we honor you guys for all that's to come. And we just release you to just to use your voice and be bold and just like we're excited for you. There's no expectation on either of you to be anyone other than who Yahweh created you to be because of the process that you've walked through. And we are excited to receive that oil. So we honor you tonight. Okay, who remembers what Missy said? What night is tonight? intercession five points okay um so apostle tanya released probably two or three uh intercession nights ago the point of intercession um and i just want before we start i just want to make sure that i'm reiterating to the best of my mental knowledge of what she said of the point of an intercession night is to be able to get out of the place that you're in to become elevated so that you can see a scroll on somebody else's behalf to then intercede to change the outcome. So it's not just, we're praying and I'm gonna pray really, really hard and I'm gonna warfare and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pray my outcome. But we're literally getting to a higher place to be able to see what Yahweh says about ourselves or another generation or somebody else. I mean, I mean, anything. We're looking at the scroll to be able to see what Yahweh says about that so that we can then step into our authority and say, this is what my father has said the outcome is going to be. And I'm going to stand in that place and intercede from there that that is the outcome. Not that I'm going to please Lord, right? So, yeah, we ain't no biggest. So um, we are going to be stepping into intercession night, and I um, kind of want to throw up, and I said this last night at Armory, and I was like, sorry if you're in the splash zone, and they all looked at me like, because <laughs> it, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's like right here, not the throw up, but like the revelation of like, <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm a little bit nervous, so just kind of hang with me. <laughs> um, but if, if you haven't heard my Vox or live, if you aren't on our Kingdom Heirs Vox where we just kind of talk and have daily communication as a family, we, um, I had gotten on there and shared a little bit of a revelation of what Yahweh uh, has been taking me, but us through um, in expressing in breaking down some thought patterns that I've had. So where we've been the past couple weeks is, is figuring out which table we're dining at. 
and are we dining at Yahweh's table or are we dining at Hasatan's table? And whose lies or whose truth are we listening to? And for me, this past week has been really hard because I don't know that I've been able to tell the difference because I've been listening to the lies for so long that they now are truth in my head. So then I have to go backwards and break them down and like start over. So uh, practically what that has looked like for me is breaking down um, conspiracy and self-worthlessness. I feel like I'm gonna say that wrong every time. Um, and so it's been a really intense process because like I was saying, the, the thought processes in my head have been so wired that way for so long that then when Jason were to give me a compliment and he's like, wow, you look beautiful. I'm like, yeah. And then it's conspiracy of, yeah, but you're saying that because I said that and you, I'm pissed at you because you didn't give me a compliment yesterday. So now you're trying to be really intentional today. You look beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. I'm like, okay. And he's like, no, genuinely. Or you have to say that. Um, so, <laughs> so that's been fun. Um, <laughs> um, so he says, you look beautiful. And I'm like, yes, I do. Thank you. <laughs> These clothes do look nice on me. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so he's just giving me very practical ways to walk this out. And one of them that I just want to share is that I will actually have to brush my teeth. Um, whenever I have to restructure my thought process and what he's been speaking in that is that um, It's yes, it's a trigger for me to help reset um, so we've we've known triggers in a very negative sense of like if you uh, Like this will trigger me and it just instantly sets me off But there's also mom has been talking about how triggers can have a positive effect as well and that she'll use that within dentistry to help people Remember, like, well, if you sit down and you use your remote to have your TV on or whatever, you just grab your floss and you floss. Well, he's been using that very practically with my teeth. And if I have a negative thought about myself, I have to brush my teeth. I have to leave what I'm doing and go brush my teeth. Um, and what he's been speaking in that is that um, obviously the issues of the heart flow out of the mouth. Sorry. Um, so anything that I'm thinking is obviously in my heart. And so I'm having to do like a constant reset. And so I'll be sitting there at breakfast and I'm eating oatmeal with the boys and I just have to get up and leave. And Jennifer's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> and she's like, again? And I'm like, yes, again. <laughs> and I was telling Armory last night that there's, there's been a, the last few days have been really hard because anytime I walk into the mirror in the bathroom, I'm brushing my teeth like seven or eight times before I leave the bathroom because I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I'm beautiful. <laughs> and I have to like leave and then I come back because I actually have to pee that time and I'm like, <laughs> and so it's like a constant reset throughout the day, but it's been fun because my teeth are getting white, but um, it's been really a walking out process. But even in that, I've had to walk out the conspiracy behind uh, just not trusting somebody else's word towards me or um, even just in conversation of like, I'm trying to read between the lines of what are you actually saying to me? Um, so it's been fun because now I'm trying to not do that. And I just did this to Sally <laughs> when she walked in, I'm like trying to like not have it all internal. So I'm trying to get it out. And for anybody on live who can't see her, she has two buns on her head. And I walked up and I was like, hey, nice buns. And I was like, I mean, your, your head buns, your, your hair looks nice. <laughs> and I'm thinking like out loud, I'm like, 
And I can't backtrack my thoughts and I'm holding in. I'm okay, I'm done. Thank you. Have a good day. How are you today? Like I just, my head is like. <laughs> um, so if you see me getting super weird and even more awkward, then I'm not awkward. Um, I, <laughs> I'm walking out of process. So um, it's been crazy because the revelation has been coming um, about me honoring the temple and how um, I, I have had to learn how to recognize what is beautiful and that if I don't recognize what is beautiful in me, then I will not be able to recognize what is beautiful elsewhere. Um, and so I broke down the word temple, pulled out my missy insides, and um, broke down temple, and it's the letters hey, yod, kaf, and lamed. <laughs> well, did I say those right? Um, and when I was breaking this down, I thought it was interesting because tonight we're going to have kind of two different perspectives. And when I was breaking down this word, it came with two different perspectives. Um, and so just to explain what temple is, when I broke it down, it's to behold what is revealed through his breath and the work of his hand that we may be tamed through the open hand of a shepherd who teaches that we may go to and from. The other way to read it is to then to behold what is revealed through his breath and the work of his hand that we may be tamed through, through his open hand to be a shepherd to teach going to and from. So it's both lateral and lateral and vertical. Did I just do that? Um, so it's it's been interesting because one, I had to recognize the first phrase is to behold. And I'm like, okay. And if I'm the work of his hand, I'm having to daily reconcile that I am to behold the work of his hand through the breath that he used in me that I would be tamed through the open hand, which means I'm being blessed in the, the processing that I'm going through. I'm being blessed in that to then be a shepherd from the shepherd outward, knowing that I can go to and from. Does that make sense? So I thought that that was like... Um, so when we were praying about tonight and what we would want to do for intercession, um, he gave me a vision of this rope. And this was not what I was thinking it was gonna look like. I thought it was gonna look really good. And it looks amazing. Um, um, so uh, we, for whatever reason, I was feeling like it needed to be eight chords. Uh, and he was just walking us through the process of trying to make this. And this was the most frustrating thing like ever. Cause I feel like it was like the tangible expression of the inside of my head. I had to like do it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like ready to burn this thing. Um, so it's like an eight stranded braid. And I was getting all annoyed watching the video because on the video, the guy's like, well, you just, you just hold it and you separate it into two and you just weave and then you weave and then you go around and then you just weave. And he's like, done. It's like a one minute video. I spent hours on this stupid thing. <laughs> 
And um, it was a really intense process. So I'm standing there and I'm trying to do this. And the whole time I'm battling, what is wrong with my head? I cannot remember which side I'm on. And so I'm thinking like, I've got four in this hand, four in this hand. (laughs) What did I just say? Oh, which side am I on? I told you. <laughs> I, I knew it was prophetic, but I didn't catch my own revelation. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm, I have the two sides, and I'm like, gosh, which side am I on? And I'm trying to go, like, you have to pull the string on the outest part on each side, and you have to go all the way around, like, trying to use my hand, but hold the mic, all the way around to the other side, and then weave it, and then keep it back on this side, and I kept losing track on, like, which weave I was in, and which, like, loop I was on, and then I couldn't remember which side I was supposed to be doing, and I had to redo it, like, five times, and I would get, like, this far, and then I'd get this far, and each time I'm like, I'm gonna get it this time, And then I'm really going to get it this time. And by the time I got like here, I was like, you have got to be kidding me because I am redoing this for like the fifth time. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing. Like, I'm, I'm just, forget it. Like, I'm so done with this. I can just tell them there was this braid and I tried it and it didn't work. And I was like, no, I'm going to figure this out. And so I literally had to stand there and I was like, wisdom, guidance, Yahweh, all of y'all up there, I need some help because I can't braid. <laughs> and I'm getting all irritated because I feel like I'm pretty good at braids. But they're like three strands. And so I would get to a certain point and it wasn't familiar anymore. And I couldn't like figure out, like if I have three strands, I'm familiar with knowing like if I lose track, I know which one would need to go next. But with the eight, I was looking at it and I was like, I don't even know where I am anymore. I don't even know where to start. And he was like, screw it, start over. Just demolish it, do it again. And so by the fifth time, I got to like here, and I was like, I, I can't do it again. <laughs> like, can you please help me figure this out? And so I was like, wisdom. I'm like, I'm doing one of these because it's hanging on the fireplace on this side, and I'm holding all the pieces, and I'm like, wisdom. <laughs> I'm going to freak out. <laughs> and so uh, wisdom literally showed me, like, broke it down. She's like, okay, well, your strings are out of order. So you're not being able to keep track because you're not maintaining a straight line. Because I'm just putting it in clumps and then going to the other side and putting it in clumps and going to the other side and putting it in clumps. And she's like, no, you need, you need strings of, like, straight, maintenance, maintained lines. And I was like, okay. So I did that, and I figured it out, and so here it is. Um... Uh, but this isn't necessarily a good thing. Um, this is to represent the thought processes of being on the side with Hasatan and how difficult it is to set those. But after how long is it then like too far to go back? And how many times do we get down the road and it's like, I don't even know where I'm at anymore. I can't figure out which strand I'm on, which side I'm going to. I don't know how to do this any, like I'm, I am gone, I'm lost, I don't even know where to start. And so this is to represent how many of those thought processes we've had to walk out to where now we've wrestled all week to really get to a different place 
And so um, we are, this was a physical representation of the building of those mindsets that we're gonna be demolishing, okay? So I wanna explain a little bit. <laughs> um, not that tonight needs to have a, a, a solidified structure, but I do, I do feel like there's um, an importance or a significance in where we start and how we position ourselves when we, when we start this process of interceding for an outcome uh, and how we walk through it so that we're not just doing this and we're not going all over the place and getting tangled in our own, I guess just getting tangled in our own thoughts or getting tangled in, in where we're at or where, where we, we may have experienced this week or brought into the service today. Um, so I feel like it is significant to have a certain um, order to this. So, so let me explain that real quick. What we want to do to start is, well, let me back up. A really important piece of uh, discipleship that we received um, from our apostles as we were getting ready for tonight was, um, we, we talk about all the time how you can um, intercede for or stand on behalf of future generations. That, that's a kingdom, that's a principle that Kingdom Heirs stands for. That's something that we look forward to. That's something that we believe in constantly, right? That everything that we do now has generational impact, that things are life and death. We know that. But before we go through this process of trying to unweave or untangle and realign our own thought processes for those future generations, we have to take a step back and gain some perspective about how important those, um, how, how important or how significant those generations are. And what I mean by that, I'm having a hard time putting words to it because I feel like it's really something powerful that we're gonna have to, um, as we start tonight, really encounter. Um, and, and, and what I think that's gonna look like is I want us to position ourselves to intercede for and encounter those generations. Literally what he showed me, um, something that I was walking through was being able to, and I only saw glimpses of it, so I know that there's more that he's going to reveal tonight, but literally encountering generations that were going to come after us that physically are not even a thought yet. Just as we can um, encounter beings in other dimensions and we can encounter all these beings that Yahweh created, I feel like he wants us to go through a process where we're literally encountering things that haven't even been thought of yet, um, encountering those generations. So I want us, and, and, and what that's gonna do is when we can encounter that, um, just like it's been spoken so, so many times before, you can't argue with an experience, right? You, you can't go against experience. And when we have that experience and we have that encounter with those generations as he walks us through that process, that's going to then allow us to be put in a position so that when we are interceding for those future generations and when we, when we are interceding for that, it's almost like you have the encounter already backing it. So for me, it was like it provided, it, it's providing more legitimacy, it's providing a, a target, it's providing um, like a reference point of experience and a reference point of uh, of. That, that came from an encounter that I can then intercede for, right? Um, because it's hard to, sometimes it can be hard and, and you, you kind of have to struggle with a mindset of 
um, not being able to see things. But if you have that encounter and you have that experience, what you're interceding for, it, it completely shifts the dynamic and it completely changes the playing field. Um, does that make sense? Kind of, kind of what that's going to look like. So practically, um, that's spiritually how I want us to, to be walking through the night as we go through this. But practically, what that's going to look like, um, just like she spent so much time <laughs> um, putting this together, she did. She did explain that this is like um, a representation of where our where our thoughts are are bunched up, entangled, and we can't tell which father they're coming from and, and who's fathering what thought and they just get mixed up and conspiracies thrown in the mix of it. So what we're gonna do is once you, once he's allowed you to and take as much time as you need, we got plenty of time. When, when you've experienced that encounter of those future generations, just like uh, during the last encounter service that we had, where Apostle Tanya had bread up here and you, were, you could freely come and go and take bread as you were going through that, um, this is gonna be a similar thing where we're gonna start on this end um, and I might just take this rubber band off. Maybe not. So the first person who comes up here, I'll say that. There's a, there's a black rubber band hair tie thing on this end. That's going to be the first thing that gets taken off. And then um, as he leads you to go through that untangling and that unwinding and untwisting process and, you, and things become more clear as you're interceding, you're going to take, cert, you're going to take strands and you're gonna undo strands. And as the night goes on, we're gonna unravel as a body and walk through this process together and we're gonna unravel it all together. Does that make sense? So we, so this is gonna be um, a physical, tangible thing, just like the bread where we can, we can partake together as we're individually, but then ultimately as a family walking through this, this intercession process. Does that make sense? Okay, so as we walk this out, I can just feel the shift of like, but I don't, I don't know what those thought processes are. I don't, or it's like this distant of like, I don't even know where to start. Um, so just to give you something practical, think about just generations in general. What are our teens dealing with now? What are you seeing manifest in your kids? Um, are you seeing that they're dealing with depression or uh, procrastination or being frustrated or not knowing what to do with their anger? Um, start, start there. Or even just look at your drive getting here. How did the drive go getting here? Was there arguments on the way here? Was it a push to get into the car? All of those types of things. Just start somewhere. And this is the, this is the nitty gritty of brushing our heart out to find those nitty gritty pieces that need to be done. Um, and something I do just want to voice is I, I know that in us, at least for me, I'll get part of our revelation. And I'm like, yeah, that was good. And I just leave it. And he's like, but wait, there's more. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just want us to continue to keep pressing until this is done because we don't want to leave anything for the next generation, right? We want this all the way untwisted. And so this first, this first one um, is us just recognizing, like we're, we're taking that step to acknowledge that there's a thought process that's out of order and we're gonna take the rubber band off of that bundle to be able to reset in a way of going back and demolishing it. And something that took years to process and years to set in your head, 
is now going to be quick and easy to unravel. And so I, I had released on the Vox that things that you have dealt with five times, 10 times, 100 times over where you've just been frustrated. You're like, we've had this conversation before. It gets nowhere. We're gonna deal with those thought processes tonight. And if you feel like you get stuck, um, Presbytery, can you raise your hands? I'm kind of putting you guys on the spot, but we, the Presbytery is available to help with that. So if you feel like you're getting stuck somewhere, grab one of us and we can help with that, okay? Thank you for listening to this message from Kingdom Heirs International. If you have received insight and revelation with this message, we invite you to claim that revelation by trading on the trading floor with this ministry. You can do that at kingdomheirsflag.org. Thank you.